itself doesn't need me. So if the Holy Spirit speaks to you, the book of Acts, we're in this series, is moving the church into action, and that's where we're going. So the power of prayer is the topic of chapter 12. So let's just look at it, and then I want you to make your way. As soon as you feel the Lord leading you, make your way for your miracles waiting. First slide. About the time Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some of the church. He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Now, this is a big deal because it's the first thing that happened in chapter 12. He killed James, the brother of John. Remember those two boys called the sons of thunder? I mean, when Jesus gets a hold of your life, the sons of thunder become the saints of God. He can transform you. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, Herod was a man pleaser. King Herod proceeded further to seize Peter also. Had him on the ropes. How many know Satan is so dumb? How many know Satan thinks he's got you on the ropes, but he doesn't know how powerful your God is? And now it was during the days of unleavened bread, Passover, and when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. Because it was Passover. Just like Jesus. Just like Jesus. Peter was therefore kept in prison. But constant prayer. Would somebody shout constant prayer? Constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. How many know there's power when the church of God prays? And Herod was about to bring him out. That night, Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers. And the guards before the door were keeping the prison. So there's 16 watching Peter, 16 soldiers, count them. Two were tied, one on each hand. Two were at the door, four times four different watches in the night, 16. And behold, and behold, that word is powerful. Don't have time to preach it because we're going to the altar because I believe, behold, the Lord is here. He's going to do so. I feel his presence and I feel, I feel that God is going to do some incredible things in this altar. An angel of the Lord stood by him and the light shone in the prison. But Peter was not moved by the light, still sleeping. A light shone and he struck Peter on the side. The angel actually struck Peter on the side and raised him up. Hey, 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 get up quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, gird yourself, put on your robe, get your tie up your sandals, let's go. And so he did, and he's kind of, he said to him, put on your garment, follow me. Let's go, Peter. It's time to roll, buddy. Next slide. He went out and followed him and did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. And when they were passed, the first and the second guard post, two of them. They came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them on its own accord, like Walmart's door. You just go in front of it. On its own accord. And they went out, and he went down one street, and immediately after they went down that street, the angel departed. How many know when God moves, he moves suddenly and sovereignly and powerfully? And when Peter had come to himself, he's like, wow. Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. 
So when he had considered this, he came to his house of Mary. And what were they doing there? Prayer meeting. Mother of John, whose surname was Mark, John Mark's mom. But many people gathered together praying. And as Peter knocked on the door at the gate, a girl named Rhoda came to answer the door. And when she recognized Peter's voice through the door, hey, it's me, Peter, let me in. Because of her gladness, she got so excited that God did a miracle. She didn't open the gate. She didn't open the door. She ran in and announced to Peter stood before the gate. And they said to her, you are lost your mind. She kept on insisting that it was Peter. So they said, it's not Peter. He's in prison. How about that for faith? People prayed and didn't believe their own prayers. He's standing at the gate. It's his angel, they said. No, no, it was really him. Peter continued knocking. And when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. But motioning to them, his hand to keep silent. He declared to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, go tell these things to James, the other James, the superintendent of the church at Jerusalem, and to the brethren. And he departed and went to another place. And then as soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers about what happened, become, what had become of Peter. But when Herod had searched for him and not found him, he examined the guards, commanded that they should be put to death. And he went down from Judea to Caesarea, and he stayed there. What I want to tell you today is that God ran the devil out of town. I mean, oh, God is powerful. And if you're here today as the Spirit is moving, I want you to stand with me again because I just read the text. I just want to tell you what happened because that narrative, that story can be your story today. Whether you realize it, whether you see it, whether you feel it, whether you understand it, whether you feel like you're in a trance, I mean, oh, an angel could visit you this morning. Better yet, I mean, oh, the Lord is here. And anything is possible in the presence of the Lord.